What's up, everybody? Eric Kaiser, my spiritual awakening podcast. It's November 12th, about 8.05 a.m. Just sitting here, pondering, 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 and I kind of want to use this real quick just to... I'm about to do a big thing on Facebook where I bring everybody into my story. I show everybody basically how I broke the mirror of my story because... It's basically what in my eyes an awakening is. And I have learned even more with, you know, I have a spiritual teacher now. I have a coach um, and I've been manifesting other very deep spiritual people into my life to see their insights. I also started a, a meetup group here in Atlanta to pull more spiritual in to see their insights because the way I'm, I'm, I'm looking at how this all works and we do create our own reality is, you know, you do spark your consciousness from your your first, uh, I guess, knowing of understanding that this is life, right? Because keep in mind from about, what, zero to, we'll say four or five, like we're kind of just... We're just we're just picking up our programs, right? We're we're picking up the things on life that are going to create us into the adults that we become. So let's say this time around, we truly want to wake up because I believe that it's very hard to wake up without trauma, without pain, without just ah the will to just want to throw in the freaking towel because it gets so hard. So I believe that we all come back here so many different times to really realize what it's all about because some of us are old souls and we knew that we would be getting to the point of the planet needs to ascend, things need to change. And since I played this game so many times, I knew what I was in for, right? And I think we all know that. So the way I want to explain this to let you know that I really believe that you can bend your reality. Now, when you start going through an awakening, it's very well known that life falls apart, right? You fall away from your friends, you fall away from your family, you fall away from your lovers, you fall away from all this stuff. And for a true awakening, and I see people going through it right now who are very confused, you have to almost go into hermit mode. You have to lose all your possessions, all of them. Whether you give them away, whether the state takes them, whether, you know, it, it, it happens differently for everybody. For me, I decided to give everything away, go back to Georgia and just, I was in a surrender already mentally because look at what I was up against. I gave away the car. I gave away everything. I was a mobile window tenor here in Georgia when I did live here. And I was moving into a motel, right? I had an online job. I didn't know what the future held. But that online job, that was like, that was a the last grasping of what I had to hold myself into the matrix and hold myself into a 3D reality where, you know, uh, I need this to to survive type of thing. And it worked out when I was in the in the motel. And, you know, that's when I was really diving deep into knowledge, so deep, like Neville Goddard and hearing things that were blowing my mind. And keep in mind, like my process, I spent as much time outside in nature with a pair of earbuds in riding a mountain bike, getting exercise to reboot all the damage that I did for two decades of my life. Right. I smoked cigarettes for decades and decades. I drank for decades and decades. You know, I just 
my my inner body was a freaking mess. I used to say that to people all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty on the outside, but you should see my insides because I knew they were beat the frig up. I knew what I was doing to myself, but my process healed all that, right? Not having that car, looking at the most fearful things, like that was one of my biggest fears ever in life. That fear kept me in a relationship with a woman who ended up being my evil ass twin, right? Because basically what you don't know in the story of me, Carla, when we first met, I like, I knew, I knew right away, like she had issues. I knew I got to see them face to face. I got to see evil. Right. But the problem was she blew up my truck. I didn't have a car at that point. I was a mobile window tenner. So I honestly stayed in that relationship for self loving myself to be able to like what I thought was to be able to go through life, right? I figured our problems would iron out somehow. Trust me, if you're in a relationship and the problems are weeks in, you better get out because if not, you might be in the one that pops your cherry. You might be in your awakening. And hey, if you are, great. And I hope it does break you, but it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. You understand a Kundalini awakening, you basically, you leave your body. I kind of, I kind of died and I came back to life. And I didn't do it once. I did it twice. I pretty much did it three times over the course of my life because I lived a very, very painful life. But I did that to awaken the way that I did because when you awaken the Kundalini, you awaken all the knowledge, you awaken all the knowing. Keep in mind, I was saying things to Carla before I knew what an awakening was and she was looking at me like I was bonkers. I was walking into Rick Hendricks and talking to guys who were in their 60s. And really ask them, like, dude, what's the point of all of it? Like, like you're you're older. Like, you did this your whole life. Like, you worked in this place. Like, what was the point? Are, are you happy? Did you ever find happiness? You know, looking at their face and looking at them being 100 pounds overweight, grayer than gray at, like, in their 50s, right? Not even. I don't even want to say 60s. These guys were in their 50s. But the Matrix had them so sucked in there. And their life went so smooth because of the jobs that they have and the things that they have that, that it's hard to wake up. And you know what's crazy about that old man? And I hope I didn't, I didn't cause this, but maybe I did. And maybe it's a good thing because maybe he did wake up. But he kind of started, lo- like he lost that job. And he started getting dicked around by Hendrix, like right around the same time. So I look back at that stuff and I look back at the conversations I would have with Carlin, but like, listen, I think we're a supercomputer. I think we're creating all of this. I think you might not even be who you are to me, like to you. Like you might have your own reality. And people, this is what I'm about to drop on you. This is all how it works. We're creating our own reality, but our inner vibration about who we are is what creates the outer experience. Right? I, I would be driving around with Carla looking around at people driving by us thinking, and have you ever thought how many of us there are here, right? There's so many of us, so many that we don't know. Now look at your life and look at the circles that you're running in. We're all in circles. We have our community circles. We have our school circles. We have our academic, like sports circles. We have our activity circles. We have all these little circles, right? Now look at your circles. What's the vibration of your circles? Are you in a low vibration circle or are you in a high freaking vibration circle? Meaning, are you out there playing golf with the CEO circle? 
or you going to the bar with your friends chasing pussy circle, right? Because the chasing pussy circle is obviously the lower vibration circle and the other one's obviously the higher vibration, right? And that higher vibration, their thoughts are better. In our circles where we're driven by alcohol and drugs and partying, our thought processes suck. We're not thinking about successful things. We might talk a lot of shit about how we're going to do this and how we're going to do that and how we're going to do this. And we think if we put all this effort to it and this is what's going to happen. And then we see shows like Shark Tank that give us a little bit more faith that, hey, I could do this one day, right? The problem with life is 1% of society has the balls to take a shot at themselves. I have clients right now who just... Nothing standing in their way from greatness but themselves. They just don't have the balls to just pull that trigger and to get the money that they need to actually get their coaching going. Some of them want to like nickel and dime and I'm dealing with that. And you know what? I have to shut it off because I'm hindering their awakening. I'm hindering them seeing that they are creating their own reality. Just like every single one of us create our own reality. If you're listening to this, you create your own reality. If you're hearing, hearing this and it's resonating, it's because it's time for you to wake up. You want to hear this. I am your spiritual teacher. That's the reason why you come here. You come here to hear the words so they get embedded into your head more and more and more to the point at where you start having your own knowings and you're like, all right, I see how it works. Now, how did I break my mirror, right? I was a toxic asshole for a long time. But my program that I gave myself was I came from a toxic family, right? My father was an alcoholic. My mother loved her to death. But that relationship in my reality broke my mom to the point of my mom being very miserable, very just, uh, and I didn't help that situation either. But I was in my own process, in my own reality. I was teaching myself the lessons I needed to learn, right? So what I'm trying to tell you is, as I came up through that, since I had that inner vibration of being in that family, every relationship that from that point I brought into my life had that vibration, right? They were all the same. It was ran on alcohol. They all ended either I broke some girl's heart or I met one of my mirrors and I took shots to my face or I had horrible accidents and I went through trauma and just just horrible, horrible times, right? My first girlfriend, my first girlfriend, girlfriend beat my ass, beat my ass, right? That was like the start of my relationships to be in a physically abusive relationship that a woman was beating my ass. And you know what? She told me in my reality back there, and I created this saying to myself, you will always be that guy who just fixes people and then you will be alone, right? So I had that embedded in my head and I started going through life and meeting all these different girls and having the same thing happen, having another one beat my ass, having another. And it always seemed like I was, I was meeting these crazy chicks. They're all fucking crazy. It's not me. Excuse my French, but this story is deep because you got to see the mirror. So I go through life doing this over and over and over. Now, don't get me wrong. There are so many one night stands in here. There's so many just random ass chicks. There's so many, you know, I did that part of life, but the ones who I dated, the ones who I I thought I cared about, the ones that I dropped the, I love you right away to, you know, some of them I just didn't vibrate with and they went away. It didn't end badly, but there was many of them. 
that I was, it was such a psychotic freaking relationship, but I didn't realize that the psychosis was me. I was creating these people to kick my ass because I was going through life like such a punk. Like you don't understand the shit I was doing at 14, like breaking into freaking cars and going into houses and just doing shit that, you know, I was just, I was, I, I wanted attention in some sort of way. And I know so many people can relate with this, that I was doing bad shit to try to get it. And then all I was doing, and this is the best too, to show you that we create it. And this is real. And if you can, if you can instill this in your kids, you will have wonderful kids. If you can let them know that as they do something wrong, that their subconscious knows that they did it wrong, that they will the punishment. Right, I always knew that I wasn't the creator of the things I was doing. I was kind of following these these other people who were in my experience because of the town I lived in, and I was I was doing the stupid shit because I was watching somebody else do it. And I was like, oh well, you know, my sports ego would come out. And remember, sports. This is why sports. I I I die, dissected sports before to show you all what it does to your ego. That made me the competitor, and I was like, well. If you can do that, I can do it better than you, and I would do dumb shit better than somebody else. But the problem was, once you do the dumb shit, you know you're guilty of the dumb shit. Who do you think makes the cops come? Do you think the cops just come? No, you create the freaking cops. You create the cops to come and teach you the damn lesson. Because I was the guy, once the cops came and they always called me, I just, yeah, I did it, whatever. Fuck it, right? Why, why? I always felt just, uh, I felt a weird feeling about lying. And, you know, I did some pretty just stupid, stupid stuff when I was younger. But I can also tell you that I punished myself to the knowing of I'm not so bad that I have to sit in jail a long time because I'm just being, I'm just, I'm, this is where I grew up. I'm being pulled into this stuff. So I'd always give myself a slap on the wrist and kind of let me scoot through the system. And I scooted through the system a lot in life. And I can look back now and see the damn pattern, see the damn design. I see why I dated the people I dated. Now, what happened way after in life, right? Way after, like, I started creating some great things for my life. I had $200,000 years. I, you know, I did it all. I started having kids. I got to see what the feeling of love felt like to really feel love, not from the woman I had a kid with, even though. When you do have a baby with somebody, you look at that person in a different light forever. Especially when you wake up and you look back because you're creating it, right? But that love I had for my son was so unconditional, but it still wasn't enough to make me make the proper decisions in life. And this is where like we can quickly awaken or we can just keep doing it the wrong way and let life wake us up. See, I let life wake me up. I let God come down and straight up tap me on my head. Say, come here for a second. And I got to see what it was like to be out of the body. I got to see what that fear was like to get to the joyful side of it. Because the Kundalini, it's amazing. It's so hard to explain, explain, but it lives inside of me. It lives inside my head. I see it all the time, but it's hard to bring out in words. But basically... When you go through life making these things that we consider mistakes, you're not making mistakes. So don't be so hard on yourself. You're teaching yourself lessons. But if you're not taking the lesson out and if you're not really seeing it, then it's a long road. And coaches exist to kind of help you see that road 
and fix the road. We paved the road for you to get you to the easy stuff, to get you to the joy, to get you to the happiness without the pain. Because the pain, I'm telling you people, you don't know pain until you got a gun in your hand and you're about to shoot yourself. That's pain. When you're ready to throw in a towel, that is pain. But the mirror that I created, right, was I was mirroring what I seen as a child because my subconscious mind got programmed. And we didn't know this information until now. But your subconscious mind is reprogrammable. And that's what you have been listening to me do. Because I know you have all heard me change. You've all heard my life changing. You've all heard the surrender process. You all heard all this stuff. And I want to save you all a lot of trouble and not having to sit there with earbuds in your ears for 10 hours a day for over a year, listening to content to get the message over and over and over. I had to really dig out a lot of bad stuff and I had to reprogram my subconscious mind for so long. But basically that last breaking point for me, when I came out of that Kundalini, I took a freaking hammer and I smashed my freaking mirror. And I said, I'm done. I'm changing. And I didn't know what that meant at that time. But that's when I knew that I was changing me for the better. I wanted to care about me. So I went back to the gym. I got back in shape. I looked in a mirror and I loved to look at myself again. And even though that was still ego driven, it was making me feel better. It was making me appreciate my life. And then I started thinking about, you know, what's joy and happiness? What is this? It's not money. I made money. It's not cars. It's not having sex. It's not menage a trois. Like it's not, it's not all this crazy stuff that I've done. I've done all that and I'm still not happy. I have the wife now. And now that I have the wife, life is worse than it's ever been. Because I, I got into that union at a point in my life when I fucking hated myself. I had warrants for steroid charges. I was looking at just so much toxic stuff, but you know what? I wouldn't let myself see it. And that's the trick to life. If you want to beat the system, know that inside you're innocent. And most of that crap that you're getting in trouble for is petty bullshit. And they're more guilty of killing more people than anything that you can ever do. And that's why you have to adjust and align to the universe and know your truth and know who you are. And all that stuff falls off. How's that sound for you? If you did something stupid, maybe they got you pinched over a weed charge. I can teach you how to make all that crap go away with just your damn thoughts and knowing that our government, the powers that be, kill more of us than anybody. And they all have to deal with that, right? They have to reap what they sow. Because keep in mind, we all reap what we sow. And that's what I was doing throughout my life. I was paying back my karmic wheel to the universe. I was paying back all the past pains to be awakened, to become a teacher to help other people. And when I broke my mirror and I was in that marriage and I got to step back and look and go, holy shit. Like I was this girl. I was this girl. I might not have been punching on other females, but I was this girl inside my head, right? I was that just freaking crazy and causing this chaos all the frigging time. And I want you all to see the mirror and see how I changed and how things are slowly changing in my reality all around me. Now, the whole reason why we had to separate from all these people is because we have to give ourselves 
the time to adjust our insides so the outsides change the reflection because my dad is even changing. I see my dad adjusting on Facebook where his posts are now talking about love and memories and it's not about, I've seen my dad post some pretty damn psychotic shit and the man is 77 years old and now he's looking at his life. He's looking at it and going, you know, he just came out of a relationship with his mirror. He was in a mirror relationship because we all mirror ourselves, all of us. So if you're hearing this and you're in a relationship and it sucks, understand that you suck. You're mirroring yourself. Now, maybe you awoken and maybe your sucking is starting to slow down and you're starting to look at your life and going, okay, I want something different. But I want you to know that you can get it, right? You can get the difference. So look at all this as mirrors right now, right? Look at everything in your life because I can look back and I can look back that I mirrored a certain reality, but when I broke the mirror and decided to change the reality, some beautiful stuff happened, right? And this is going to be part one of this. I don't want to do a real long one. I want people to see it's only 20 minutes and jump on this to listen to it because this is important, important, important. Because when I show you the next half of this, when I show you what I created for myself, to teach me more and more lessons, you're just going to look at your life and go, oh my God, I don't have to take it so seriously. This is a game that I created and I can win. I love y'all. I really, really mean that. I'm going to jump off and I'm going right back into the next one. I want to drink a little bit of my coffee, but trust me, I'm leaving off here with my dad. And the next steps into this was after I woke up and I want to paint the picture of the last year of my life very, very vividly. So you could see in my reality, how things are going in my ex's reality, how things are going and why right now I have full custody of both of my kids. I love y'all. I really mean that.